You are now listening to the Q&E Podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? We're coming in again, damn What's up, everybody? You are listening to the Q&E Podcast, and you're here with your boy Q Hicks right now. And I got Edgar on the other line. Edgar, tell the people what's good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Q&E Podcast. Today, we are reviewing Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. This was one of the biggest Marvel movies headlining the year of 2022. We've seen a lot of uh, Doctor Strange versus Wanda. We got some uh, introductions into characters that we will see again later in the MCU. So there were a lot of surprises with this movie. But my honest take, it was just a really good Marvel movie. I don't think okay, they hit bro. it exactly how they want it. They didn't hit it Boom. exactly Because <laughs> we didn't talk about it before going into this review. We usually do about how we felt about the movie. I agree with that, bro. I thought it was really good, but a lot of people are gassing it, bro. It was not great. It was not 10 mm-hmm. out of 10. Honestly, it was just too much Wanda. Damn, was this a Doctor Strange movie or was this WandaVision the movie, bro? God damn. The whole thing was surrounded by Wanda. It felt like Doctor Strange was a side character with America Chavez. It's like, damn, he wasn't even the one to defeat her in the end. It really was America Chavez to have her actually see her alternate version of herself. It's like, bro, was this a Doctor Strange movie or not, bro? Because it definitely didn't feel that way at all. We didn't get enough Mortal in this film. Mortal was literally the end scene of Doctor Strange 1, and we don't even see our Mortal in this film. We get the other version of Mortal, who is a punk bitch who gets slapped, bitch, slapped around. Like, <laughs> come on, bro. Like, we didn't get none of the shit. Oh, I didn't get none of the shit I wanted out of this film, bro. We didn't get an introduction to the X-Men either. Even though we seen some of the uh, some old faces, some familiar faces, I thought we were going to get an introduction into some new shit, and we really didn't. It's like one chapter just was closed and that was it. It's like, I thought some shit was going to be opened up with this movie, but it really wasn't. I was underwhelmed, to be honest, bro. I really was underwhelmed. I would say I was underwhelmed. uh, And I hate hate the way Twitter and social media can be when it comes to Marvel movies now, because it's either a 10 out of 10 or it just sucked. And I I don't think like that. And what you call it made a good point. Mark Phillips made an excellent point. Uh, during the opening weekend and he was like I'm not gonna go into the movie thinking it's just gonna be spectacular but Mark Phillips was saying I want people to understand like it could still be a really good movie even if it's not a 10 out of 10 like how we want so I I'm gonna give my grade early on a scale of one to ten I give Doctor Strange an eight and a half that's bad considering all the hype we gave it but it's still a very decent Marvel film it's a good movie I it's could a watch good this movie. movie again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I just didn't get the feeling I thought I was going to get from it. And shout out to Nathan Zed because Nathan Zed makes a lot of good videos on YouTube as well. So definitely check out his channel. But he said something uh, in one of his recent videos about just watching the movie off of vibes and not thinking mm-hmm. too much about the story. So if you right. watch this movie off of straight vibes and you were just caught up in the action and the horror imagery, I can see why you think it is great. But if you actually paid attention to the story, the past shit that went down with Doctor Strange, and it just being too much Wanda, I don't know how you can give it a 10 out of 10. I give this movie this, though. It being the Marvel's first horror film, I give them a lot of credit for that because they pushed a lot of boundaries in that direction. So I give them a lot of cool points for that. 
But like I said, I didn't get a lot of the things that I really wanted from it. I really wanted to see Mordo in this film, like our Mordo go up against Doctor Strange. Because that was literally the post-credit scene. No more sorcerers. I thought that I thought he was going to be the big villain and Wanda was gonna be some side shit that we gotta handle. But it was completely the other way around. Mordo wasn't even in the mm-hmm. film, and it was just completely filled with Wanda. Nothing but Wanda shit. <laughs> that shit blew me, bro. I ain't even gonna lie to you. And I thought they were going to teeter-totter with Wanda a lot more. I didn't expect her to be completely villainized throughout this entire movie. I thought there were going to be moments where her and Doctor Strange did go at it, but then there could have been points in the movie where it's like, okay, she's not a villain, but she's kind of on that anti-hero path. It's like she's not going to be in your way necessarily, but she is something you got to deal with, like you said. And we didn't get that. They just straight up just made her the bad, complete bad guy of this film. But I, I do agree. They pushed the boundaries a lot with this being, quote-unquote, the first horror movie for um, Marvel. Marvel and Disney did a great job opening that door because if we're going to get people like Ghost Rider who's making deals with the devil to save his father and getting Mephisto and all that, I thought we were going to get a Mephisto cameo when America Chavez opened the gates of hell for Wanda. I thought we was going to get a Mephisto cameo, but we didn't. But the, my point is, getting characters like that, and then the Underworld stuff with Moon Knight and Blade, Blade yeah. th- this, is all, this is all very good, what Marvel is doing, but it didn't hit it how they needed to hit it in this film. And with America Chavez, I get it. Her powers are cool as hell. She can jump from different multiverses, but... They, I feel like her character was very underwhelming too. Like the yes! whole time she was, she was confused. God, like, damn, damn, you don't know bro. what you're doing at all. Like exactly. that, that aggravated me the whole movie. Yes. Oh my God, bro. We are completely in sync right now, bro. I felt the like, same. Bro. You have been in the multiverse or you've been traveling multiverses because we see her parents end up like leaving or getting sucked up in a portal when she was very young. She looked like she was like five years old when they got sucked up. But you've been in this multiverse, I'll say, over a decade because you look 15 plus and you don't know how to use your powers. You've been in 73 multiverses and you don't know how to use your powers. And all you have to do is fucking punch. Nigga, that shit made me so fucking mad. That shit made me so mad, bro. Because how do you not understand your powers after being in 73 multiverses, bro? 10 years of having this. And growing up. And you've been with a Doctor Strange variant, so he could have taught you something about your powers, but you still know nothing? That shit blew me, bro. That shit blew me. Because until the end of her, until the end of the movie, when she actually showed Wanda, like, like her, obviously showed her the alternate version and seeing her kids being scared of, like, the monster version of Wanda, I was really questioning, like, why she was here. I understand Wanda wanted her for the, the powers of actually going through universes, but she was like around in the movie and I'm just like, she just really around yeah. for real. Cause I'm not, I'm not really rocking with her. Honestly, like I didn't think this was a good introduction into her character. Maybe we got in the show and then we jumped into this movie. It's like, okay, now I'm, I'm rocking with her. I already like her from the show. It would have been different, but just hopping into it with her character. She was just goofy and clueless from the jump. We about to get a Miss Marvel movie. For, look like the girl gonna be in middle school and she know how to use her goddamn powers this girl like she could be in high school and she don't know shit come on bro we were already questioning why the movie was so so short anyway 
when we seen Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, we were automatically thinking at least two and a half hours. This movie barely hit the two minute mark. I mean, two hour mark. So it was just, it was just rushed. I don't feel like they hit enough with the storyline. The action was great. Sam Raimi did a great job with the action. He did a great job with capturing, you know, all the different powers Wanda has and whatnot. But when it came to the storyline of it, I just, I feel like he missed on a lot of points. And I think one thing that I would have loved and what I loved about Ant-Man as well, that I, I'll just use that as an example. Like when you watch one movie and then you watch the second movie, you understand completely what is going on in both mm-hmm. movies. Like I can watch one and I can watch two back to back. If you watch the first Doctor Strange, you can't watch the second Doctor Strange and not be confused. And I think yeah. they could have tied up a lot of that. You could have introduced um, somebody like America Chavez and like people like Wanda because you've seen Wanda before. But the mortal point could have tied everything together because at the end of that movie, that was literally the the, the cliffhanger of, oh, what, what are we going to do with mortal? So if I watch the first one and then watch the second one, I'm like, what where is mortal <laughs> where where is the, the 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 sorcerer guy who's going to kill everybody so i think that was just a huge missing point for me and for the alternate version to be such a bitch that they, they had that little slap fight in the in the one they was down I, that shit just blew me bro that shit just, <laughs> and and this is the thing too bro because i understand why they had to do what they did with this movie because you want to show wanda's how powerful Wanda is. You you show her killing the entire Illuminati with Patrick Stewart, with Black Bolt, with uh, Maria Rambo. We even got John Krasinski as Reed Richards. We got all of these characters back. So you wanted to show us how powerful she was, but you really didn't show us how powerful Doctor Strange is for real. He looks like he's just clearly below her in so many tiers. It's just like... What are, what are we doing here? Like, he can't even battle her. He can't even defeat her. He needs multiple people to bring her down. Damn. I thought this was a Doctor Strange movie. And Doctor exactly. Strange 1, we, we understood how powerful he could be. You know what I'm saying? He took down Dormammu. That was a difficult task. But when you have to have help and you're not really showing how powerful he can be, when a lot of people consider, consider him one of the strongest Avengers, it's like that shit was underwhelming, bro. Especially when he defeats his alternate version with the three eyes with ease. And then you give him the three eyes at the end. It's like, what does that really give you when you have three eyes? Because our Doctor Strange didn't have three eyes. He wasn't even Sorcerer Supreme, but he still killed the other Doctor Strange with three eyes with ease. So does that even add anything to your powers or is it just an aesthetic thing? Because you just killed your alternate with ease. I was wondering the same thing. I didn't like I I get the dramatics of oh he has the third eye now maybe he'll know how to use it better or whatever but I I didn't take much from that. I was just confused as hell. And then the post credit scene with the girl, that's the girl from the Fast and Furious movies. I forget her name, but um Charlize Theron. Charlize yeah, Theron. Who is she, who is she supposed to be? I never did look. She's supposed up to be she Clea. Was. She's supposed to be Clea. So she's supposed to be Doctor Strange's like love interest slash partner uh, moving forward in the MCU. It looked like they were going to go into the dark dimension. That's where Dormammu is, and she's also Dormammu's niece. She's related. She's related to Dormammu, so that's obviously going to be a uh, going to play a factor. So is she a celestial? I don't think she's a celestial. I don't know. I think she's um. I think she's somebody like uh. Like America Chavez, though, because obviously she can uh, go from multiverse to multiverse because she uh, sliced her sword and she was right in the dark yep. dimension. So I think she's somebody of that of that ilk. But I don't know what you would call her, though, because I thought of her as a celestial because she's related to Dormammu. 
and we know Dormammu to be this celestial is he being a god? and whatnot. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. I, I don't know okay. if he's a god or if he's just like okay. a, a universal being. But yeah, remember in know. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Peter Quill's dad yeah. could be in human form, but he was also True. the planet at the same time. So True. maybe she's probably not that powerful, but if she could jump from universe to universe and she's related to a being that can be a universe or a planet damn near, I wonder mm-hmm. if she's that same type of power. I, I want to talk about the, just the, the overall plot of the movie first because we just dove right in with feelings. So let, let's give off the synopsis first of the, the Doctor Strange movie. So the synopsis for this movie is Doctor Stephen Strange cast a forbidden spell that opens a portal to the multiverse. However, a threat emerges that may be too big for his team to handle. And that's basically what this movie was. It was basically Wanda was trying to capture America Chavez. America Chavez is a being who can travel multiverses with her powers. She doesn't need anything else. It's just built up inside of her. It's just a natural thing. Wanda wants that so she can end up getting back with her family. She wants to replace an alternate version of herself so she can actually be a mom once again. Basically what we were seeing in WandaVision and Doctor Strange and America Chavez obviously are trying to stop that from happening. Uh, and by the end of the movie, America Chavez and Doctor Strange ends up taking the, uh, her down. I don't know if you would say take her down because she really killed herself. Like, I don't even yeah. know if you would say kill, took her down for real because she's the one who I guess she she came to her senses of like, I have to accept that I can't be with my kids anymore. I have to let the alternate versions of myself be happy. And then she ended up destroying the dark hole and the dark hole like building fell on her. So I don't even know if she's dead or if she's still alive or like. I don't even know how that's going to work either. I would I would assume she's dead because she that's did what it. My in such said. A, yeah, yeah, she did it in such a sacrificial way. So I'm like, knowing Wanda, if she felt like she could have lived through it, she would have made sure she found a way to live through it. <laughs> but it was uh oh dang, what was what was the thing I wanted to touch on? Oh, so what I'm trying to figure out is I get it, America Chavez can jump from universe to universe. That's her um, that's her power, but I thought Wanda being a nexus event, because the Scarlet Witch is a nexus event, essentially. She's supposed to be able to jump from universe to universe as well. So in the comic books, from my understanding, that's what some of her powers enabled her to do. So how come it was just such a pressing issue that she had to get America Chavez in this movie because she was acting like she couldn't do it herself? Because if you remember at the end of WandaVision, that post credit scene, when she was reading the dark code and she heard her kids' voices, she like she snapped her fingers and she like transported to wherever she thought the screams were coming from. So I'm like, if she could do that then, why she transported she again then? She she went I think away she heard. somewhere. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think she I don't think she went to her kids. I think she heard them and tried to go to them, but she was still in that little pocket reality that she ended up making for herself. I don't know where that was, but I think she was always there. I never think she's seen her kids. I think she had that dream. She was dream walking the whole time. So she was yeah. able to see uh, her kids through other versions of herself, as we've seen in this movie. I think that's what we've seen, but we've never seen her actually in that, her actually being Wanda in that universe with her kids again. So I don't think she could travel and be in the person's body like America Chavez can, but she can be there subconsciously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can be there subconsciously. So it's not like a physical. It's, it's kind of like a. It's kind of like a um, a sunken place that you can control, kind of. Yeah, 
Because with yeah. the dark hold, you get those type of powers where you can dream walk and things like that. And that was a, a, a huge point that they continue to hit on the, the dream walk and the incursions. The incursion mm-hmm. is when two realities end up colliding together, everything uh, tends to wilt away. The universe could end up destroying itself. That's something that Doctor Strange also was trying to fix throughout this movie because what Wanda was doing was creating an incursion. And she was also trying to capture America Chavez. Just Wanda was trying to cause a whole lot of damage. And like I said earlier, she killed the Illuminati. So who's going to be at the Illuminati of this universe after Wanda done killed them all? I don't know. This 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 Earth is really shit right now. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that. But I think that was probably the coolest thing from this movie, the whole dream walk aspect. So Sam Raimi did a good job of highlighting that, especially when Doctor Strange was able to get the the zombie version of himself. Now, what I did find interesting was um, I didn't know it was a rule because I don't think they said it until he did it, but apparently it was a rule that you can't dream walk in dead bodies and whatever. He was going to have to face whatever council or supreme being of the underworld. Again, this is why I thought we could have got a Mephisto cameo because if you're possessing dead bodies to dream walk, and you got these Death Eater demon shadows telling you this is forbidden. That would have yeah. been a perfect segue. I think we're going to see him next movie, though. He is going to show up True. and encounter Doctor Strange at some point. Because once you mm-hmm. get demons in your body, you got the third eye. Obviously, that's why he has the third eye because he ended up reading the Dark Hole. If I think if you're a Strange and you have and you're a Sorcerer Supreme, you end up getting the third eye. I think the alternate Doctor Strange that he ended up fighting told him that before the fight even went down in that universe. So that's why he ended up getting the third out there. But he's going to end up seeing a Mephisto. I don't know what goes right. down when he sees him, but it's going to be an interesting conversation. And I, I don't know what movie it'll be in. Maybe in a third Doctor Strange movie a couple of years from now, or he may pop up in one of these other movies with Blade or something like that. Who knows? But the thing about the Illuminati that I wanted to talk about, I hated the fact it was cool. Don't get me wrong. We got to see Wanda's true powers because she wiped through them like it was nothing. But <laughs> I love that and hated that at the same time. Like mm. the fact that she literally just made Mr. Fantastic look like a joke. Like she turned him into silly string and just made him disappear. And then uh, the um the black version of Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. like she just killed her easily. Oh, yeah. Dude with the on the black bolt dude with the sonic voice or whatever like took his mouth away and made his head explode i'm like she's killing these people with ease like we don't even get to see like we built up all this anticipation you guys make a grand entrance of these people and they get killed in less than 10 minutes after being shown back to back to back and but the coolest one was when she killed uh professor x like when she went in his head when you can go in professor x's head no, I think it was the other way around, wasn't it? I think he was in her head, but she he, ended up he killing was him. In her head, but yeah, she she found a way to reverse it and be in his mm. head while he was in her head. And I was like, bro, that's some next level shit. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was probably bro. the coolest part of the movie to me. And that's how key why they had to kill this version of Wanda because she too OP at this point. Yeah. If we're gonna get an introduction to X Men and Fantastic Four, if you're just gonna be killing people with the ease, bro, it's like you too OP. 
you need to be up there with the, the Shang Chi's and with uh, all of these people flying in the sky. You don't need to be on the ground level fighting with the Doctor Strangers, apparently, if you could just kill people with the ease like that. So I think that was one reason why they had to kill her off and why they showed all of her power here because they knew this is probably the end of the road. So let's show her just defeating everybody. This is the Sorcerer Supreme, not Sorcerer, but this is the Scarlet Witch. This is how powerful she can be. But it's like she gonna die at the end of this movie because she she she's doing too much. <laughs> she's just doing too much. I was gonna say, and I didn't read too into her killing all of them, even though it upset me. Cause I know we're gonna get them again. It, this was just one universe of all these people, and they just did it for a cameo reason to get people yeah. And, all and I heard that, and I heard that before the movie that this was more so gonna be like a cameo version, like Doctor. Uh, Professor X wasn't going to be in the movie for long. Like, none of these people were going to be in the movie for long. I thought a couple of, of them were going to stay alive. I didn't know she was going to kill all of them. But I did hear that they were really going to be cameos for the most part. I think um, John Krasinski, he's definitely going to be back as Reed Richards. He looked good as a Reed Richards, too. I, I definitely believe that as well. We definitely going to get Peggy Carter again because she's going to be back in What If Season 2. So we're definitely mm -hmm. going to get more of her. Maria Rambo most likely is going to be back, I would assume. I would only question the... The Professor X, I don't know if we get this version of Professor X again. We might get a different version of him. We might get the, the Fox version of Professor X yeah. in future movies because I don't know if Patrick Stewart wants to continue to be in those movies. He still looks good, but I don't know if he wants to continue to be in these films. I think yeah. they want somebody younger. And also the Black Bolt character, I don't know how he will be in it. Because they did make in the Inhuman show because that's where he's from. He's from the show Inhumans that premiered on Netflix or... CW or might have been ABC, but one of those one of those Inhuman shows. He appeared on that, and he was the leader of that. So they made that canon in the MCU, but I don't know how how much they're gonna play with him in future you know future titles and stuff like that. But I think those three with Reed Richards, Peggy Carter, and Maria Rambeau are going to be the three that yeah. we see moving forward for sure. I just wish we got an introduction to the the. The X-Men, though. I thought that's why Wanda was going to be so big, because she was going to reverse some right. shit so we can actually see X-Men, because I still feel like X-Men are living among us, but we just can't see them. They have been around, but we cannot see them. I thought she was going to do something and create a reality where we can actually see X-Men, but she didn't. She just died, and I'm just like... And I, I thought it? Professor X could have said something about that, too. Like, I thought and that was going to be the secret. Why. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, I thought it would have been a secret that he would have exposed to Dr. Strange because remember in the preview and in the movie, he was like, yeah. perhaps there's time we tell him the truth. And when he said that, I'm thinking, okay, they're going to finally explain, like you said, about mutants, how, they, how they've always been around and whatnot. And then Reed Richards, because um, Fantastic Four, they're supposed to be from the 60s if I'm um, not mistaken. So even Reed Richards could have been like, yeah, mutants have always been around and blah, blah, blah. So they definitely could have hit on that. And that's, again, why I'm just so upset that the movie was so short. Like, this movie could have been a good two hours, 45 minutes, and we could have got a lot of information about each of these characters and what... It, it could have been more than just cameos, but I guess that's all they wanted it to be, so... They really wanted this to just be some Wanda shit, bro. Because like I said, even Doctor Strange felt like a side. So he had his own battles fighting against himself in certain situations, having his, his run-ins with, um, what's my girl name? Uh, the girl he was in love with. Christine. Christine. And also one theme in this movie was like the theme of like happiness versus sacrifice. Like, do you have to sacrifice your happiness for the greater good? And that's something that Doctor Strange always felt like he had to do. He always felt like, 
he couldn't be with uh Christine because he had to save the world and stuff like that. But I think by the end of this film, he started to realize, like, no, I can actually be happy and at peace while sacrificing and helping the greater good. So I think that was one triumph and one theme that if you actually didn't just pay attention to the action, I think you could have called that <laughs> as well. But it was just like a lot of Christine. It's like we don't even love Christine like that. Like Christine in this film, like that, it's like. But I think she oh, she's traveling the world with him and shit. They had her in here so much because in the What If show, she played a huge part in the Doctor Strange mm. episode. She was the reason why. She was ultimately the reason why um, he became the the Dark Sorcerer Supreme and had to imprison himself in a thing to keep the universe from going crazy or whatever. Because I think uh, did she die? It, her her death was an absolute point, and that's another yeah. thing, bro. They never said that in this movie. They never they never brought up the fact of absolute points, and I thought that was something they were going to touch on because with the doc, I think there were two Doctor Strange episodes in the What If series, and um for season one. one, it was just one. Well, it was just one, but they they showed something else about him in another episode. It was only one episode that entirely focused on him, but they brought him back up again later around the end of the show. But that was one of the biggest things, like absolute points. Points in time that are irreversible. They're going to happen no matter what you do. And I think that was something they could have touched on in here that whether it was about Wanda or whether it was about America Chavez or whatever, because with the dream walking thing that was going on, and her almost getting her powers taken, I'm thinking maybe that's the absolute point. Maybe America Chavez does have to be in a situation where she does possibly get her powers taken, but they they just didn't touch on that at all or even bring the name up. Yeah. But I also I also think since Wanda destroyed the dark hole, there's no more dark hole anymore, which kind of makes me confused on why Doctor Strange has the third eye too, because it's like the third eye appears because you have the dark hold abilities, but she destroyed it. So that shit still confused the fuck out of me. But I want to ask a question because of Agatha Harkness, because Wanda imprisoned her because of the dark hold magic. That must, this must mean that Agatha, Agatha is now free. Agatha mm-hmm. must be free from the prison. So she can end up doing whatever she wants because I know her show is coming up. I don't know if it's coming up soon, but I know her title is going to appear in the next couple of years. So I think she's free now to do whatever she wants since uh, Wanda is not here anymore. Yeah, I agree. I think she's going to – what could she appear in? Not appear in because she'll have her own show, but who could we expect to be in her show? Uh, I don't you see Monica be the, the Rambo. Doctor Strange's, uh, uh, what's my boy's name? Moon Knight, the Blades. I think Blade can definitely be in her show for real. True, Blade will be somebody big. Cause I don't I don't know who else will be in her show. That would be the biggest question because I I Fantastic know we're gonna get four, a lot maybe? of. Uh, I don't know. Like what what? Part I think I think play? she did have. A I feel like you would just be throwing the them comics. in there. I feel like I, that know, I think she has a connection with them in the comics though. Oh okay. But I don't so know it how it depends on what to comes be. out first. It depends on exactly. whether her show comes out first or if the Fantastic Four movie comes out first. So. Yeah. Which I don't know when that when that is coming out because it seems like very far away. They just their director just ended up leaving. John Watts was supposed to direct the film. Yeah. He just left. So I don't know who is going to direct it now. They're talking about John Krasinski can star in the movie and also direct at the same time. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing for The Quiet Place, and we know both of those movies were fantastic. So he's he can do it, but 
that's a lot of work to do, especially when in a Marvel production. For I was about to say, it, it it's like a somewhere. Marvel production, and yeah. you're trying to connect multiple movies and multiple characters. Like, that that will be a lot on his plate. But, that's hey, a lot. If, you, <laughs> if you're hitting it out the park with the Quiet Place movies, you might be able to do it for real. So I, I got hopes for him, but that's probably why – Um, because I think Blade and Fantastic Four are the only two movie – titles that have come out that don't have release dates yet wakanda forever mm-hmm. has one thor love and thunder ant-man and the wasp of uh, the marvels like all these other marvel movies and shows they have dates except fantastic four and blade so they might really be on the back burner we might not see those until late 2024 or early 2025 yeah so yeah bro but this this movie, this movie was very good, bro. This movie was very good. I would advise it and recommend anybody to go watch it. But it was just some things I wanted to see, and I just didn't see it at all. Because we were hyping up this movie for years, bro. Like, right, this is going to be the movie that turns around everything in the MCU. And it's just like, when you get what you got, it's like, my nigga, this is it? <laughs> this yeah, is it, bro? Like, like... You, yeah, like, you did a lot, but like... This is really a Wanda movie, first of all. No mortal. We didn't get anything moving forward with the X-Men or the Fantastic Four really leading up to it. It's like you left us with a lot to be desired from this film, bro. So I was just upset walking out of that bitch. I was talking to my sister. I was I was like, damn, like, how you really felt about it for real? Because I thought I was tripping. I was going to watch the movie again over the weekend just to make sure, like, I wasn't tripping. Like, no, maybe I, I thought was I was tripping, too. I was yeah, like, too. I thought I was tripping. Was good, but- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It didn't, bro, it didn't give me that feeling. Like, you know that feeling yeah. when you just watch a raw-ass Marvel movie, and it didn't hit me. And I'm like, am I tripping right now? Do I need to see this again? Like, <laughs> so I, I totally understand what you're saying. But like I said, I give it an 8.5 out of 10 just because I feel like the action was great. I give them points for the cameo. I love the whole uh, shift that they're making with um the horror stuff that disney and marvel are doing now and it was just it was just a solid marvel movie so i'll give it an eight and a half out of ten for that but as far as standards of what we were expecting it definitely disappointed it was underwhelming yeah and another person that could show up in that agatha hartner show is obviously mephisto too especially when we're mm, predicting that yeah. dr strange and mephisto will eventually connect and have a conversation at some point because of the third eye I think that's when we'll actually see Agatha Harkness. She'll be needed for something, and Mephisto mm-hmm. will end up getting her character. Ghost Rider probably because... too? Possibly. Like, all of those demonic characters could be a part of Mephisto's circle anyway. If you're connected to the devil in some way, you're going yeah. to be in Mephisto's circle. But, yeah, just to talk about things I liked, I, I love through. I love the, the horror, like uh, Edgar mentioned. The jumping through multiverse thing was also dope. Like that one yeah. scene where they jumped through like 10 different multiverses. They were like in multiple different uh they were versions of themselves. They were in paint. Yeah, like they were in animation in one. Like that was dope as hell. So it's it's yeah. starting to see that I, I really fuck with heavy, bro. But it just felt like the imagery and the horror was the focus and not really the story of like Doctor Strange and progressing his story forward for real. Like that didn't feel like it was ever focused on at all because it this mm-hmm. wouldn't have been focused on wanda if that was what y'all really were trying to accomplish with this movie bro come on because now i have to question when mortal will appear it's not like mortal was the biggest bad for real because he's what was he in the what was he in um dr strange one he was like a what was he, he was doing? like in a 
he was like an apprentice to the former Sorcerer Supreme. And then when she passed, that's when we see his true colors and his true intentions on what yeah. he really had planned. Mm-hmm. So it's not like Mordo is OP, but just talking about the continuity with Doctor Strange, I was really anticipating that battle because I thought Mordo was going to come back and really be like on Doctor Strange's level for real. Because it's not like Doctor Strange is Sorcerer Supreme. That's that's on Wong, obviously. So y'all can high keep me on the same level if Mortal end up level, leveling up for real. So that was something that I wanted to see. I wanted to see Mortal like killing sorcerers on his way to actually getting to Doctor Strange. Like I wanted to see all of that shit, bro. We got nothing. We got this punk ass uh Mortal from another universe. Like that shit <laughs> pissed me off, dog. And how do you feel about? How do you feel about them just continuing to move forward with Wong as the Sorcerer Supreme? I think I like it. But it's just, I think it's one of those situations where Doctor Strange can't be the Sorcerer Supreme because he's always in shit. So I feel like he would have had to give that responsibility to Wong anyway. This is how I felt about the Sorcerer Supreme shit. And me and my sister was talking about this after the movie as well. I still think Wong, I still think Doctor Strange is stronger and has more powers than Wong, but Wong has way more knowledge and way more access to books and stuff like that that dr strange has no knowledge of as we've seen in this mm-hmm. movie i think they were looking for the book of ashanti something that could have yeah. um counteracted the dark hold like dr strange have no knowledge of that but wong ended up knowing that i still think dr strange is the the chosen one the more natural person to be the sorcerer supreme but it's because dr strange ended up blipping that he couldn't be the sorcerer supreme and that's why it mm-hmm. went to wong but i think it's it it really doesn't matter for real because he had, I think he still has more powers than Wong. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say more powers. I think he's just, I don't know, bro. Because I think if they were to get in a fight, as weird as it would sound, I think Wong could beat him because of the more access he has to darker, darker magic and just regular magic in general. But I don't think Wong is willing to pull those cards out if a fight between him and Doctor Strange were to happen. So I Doctor Strange would win just because I don't think Wong would be willing to go that far. Because we seen we seen Wong get his ass beat like handily when he fought against Wanda. I don't know if Doctor Strange was got his ass yeah. beat like that as the Sorcerer Supreme because it felt like Wong didn't have a chance. Like he was falling off a cliff. Felt like that whole time Wanda was like really taking <laughs> over the, the dark hole. It felt like he was doing nothing to stop what she had going on. But when Doctor Strange ended up having like the the demons inside of him, he made something shake and he actually affected her in some kind of way to actually let um. America Chavez get loose and actually get the, the message through to Wanda like, you can't be happy, bro. You're causing too mm-hmm. much damage. So I think, I don't know, bro. I think what's name just has way more ability. But like you said, he might have more access, though. Wong has more access. I thought we were going to see, uh, we did see an evil Doctor Strange, but I thought the, the Doctor Strange that we seen at the end was going to be the evil one. The one that was filled with demons. I thought he was going to be yeah. the villain, but he was really like the good Doctor Strange. So I, it's, it's funny how they really <laughs> flipped that for real. That was dope to me. That was really dope. Yeah, eight and a half out of ten. Y'all could do way better, though. Sam Rami, if you do anything else in the future, please focus on what we really want to see. <laughs> please. <laughs> he been out the game for a minute. He ain't been around since, like, what, Spider-Man 3? Bro, my dog got Spider-Man. He said, I really don't care how I do anything. <laughs> <laughs> 
He said, yeah, I'm really cool on all of that shit, bro. I'm really cool on all of that. I had what, a three-peat with Spidey, and that was it. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. This is one thing I did think was going to happen. I thought they were going to show something in this movie could reverse what he did with Peter Parker um, at the ah, end of Spider-Man. I remember you no did say that. Home, and mm-hmm. we never got that. So I'm still questioning how all of that in his universe is going to tie back together to where people will remember him again and whatnot? Or is he going to be in a situation where he's going to have to start life all the way over with all this knowledge that he has, but nobody knows him? That's going to confuse the hell out of me for the next couple of years. Oh, bro. This I don't know if it happens, but it will be so fire if it did happen. What if Mephisto went up to Spider-Man and said, you can have your life back if you sign on the dotted line. And Spider-Man probably dismisses his friends. He like, damn, like, I really want to go back to it. We see how impulsive he was to really change his life when he was talking to Doctor Strange. Maybe if a Mephisto proposes something similar, like, I can change your life. I can make you go back to the life that you really want. You could be in college, this, that, and the third. What if he ends up working for Mephisto in some kind of way, and he's a dark Spider-Man? That would be some shit we never seen, bro. That That's, would, that would be, be some fire. That would considering, be some considering we will in the next few years get a live action Miles Morales because they already dropped the Ooh. dates for the next two um Spider-Verse movies. So what I'm predicting is the next one or two Spider-Verse movies that we get with Miles Morales, he's going to be jumping from universe to universe like he did in the first one. And I think it'll set him up the MCU was going to set that up to where he's going to jump to a universe where he's in live action and whoever they cast as Miles Morales in the future, that that point of yours could be a great point of like, there's an evil Spider-Man and now you're the, the new good Spider-Man. That would be fire, bro. That, that would, would be, be fire. so fire, bro. Because I don't, I, I don't that... know if it'll happen though, because Peter exactly. was already, exactly. he was already feeling regretful for trying to change. Yeah time and try to change people's memories already the first time i don't think yeah, he'll yeah, do yeah. it with a devilish figure the next time and it yeah. didn't work with the good guy Bro, so i don't know it's think, a long shot but if they do it it could work it never we've never seen that before and i think we've seen spider-man too clean cut i mean mm-hmm. obviously in spider-man 3 we've seen him go over the line when he was um he was venom for that one period of time. Yeah, we we seen him over the edge then, but we've never really seen him on the dark side. So if you bring in somebody else like a, a Miles Morales to go against him, that would be fire, bro. The battle of the Spideys, because I think what they're trying to set up in the MCU now is like for Peter Parker to really be like the big brother to a Miles Morales. Yeah. It's like, nah, my nigga, I want him to be going as soon as he step in the live action. <laughs> he need to be fighting against that nigga for real, bro. That shit would be fire, bro. Because we know Mephisto comes in many different forms. He won't show up to you as the devil. He don't show up to mm-hmm. you. He could appear to you like a, a Doctor Strange figure. He can come up in a various different forms. So if he comes up to you and say, hey, Spider-Man, I know you want to be the this person again, da-da-da-da, I can make you go back to that. And he said, you got to sign on the dotted line. Obviously, Spider-Man is still going to have his responsibility. Because it was the same thing with Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider still did, still did good shit. But he was still mm-hmm. ghost right at the end of the day. Like you had to do some. He, some he just shit. had to. He just had, he had to, to balance, balance the fact that I sold my soul, but I'm gonna use this for as much good as I possibly can. So yeah. So I think we can see Spider Man in a similar type of role, but it might see if you if because I'm gonna just go with this theory. Fuck it. 
if we go with this Miles Morales theory into the MCU, like it might be a point where Mephisto tells Peter Parker, like, I feel somebody coming into the the this universe, and you have to take mm-hmm. him down. You have to kill him. Like he's going to tell Spider Man this, and then we're going to see the the battle of a uh, Peter Parker versus Miles Morales. But mid fight, I think Peter Parker could come to his senses and say, Ah, uh, this isn't really me. I don't want to kill you. Da 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 da. So that could be the the point where he he goes back good. But seeing him go bad and signing his name on the dotted line would be fire, bro. It would, I'm telling bro. you, that I'm would be you. fire. That would be fire, bro. Because that would bring that would bring a lot of credence to a Mephisto character, too. Because a lot of people don't really know him like that. But he is like the devil of the Marvel universe for real. If you get somebody like a huge character, like a Spider-Man signs his name on the dotted line, that's something different. Never thought of before, bro. Never thought of that would be fire. I just wanted to get that off because <laughs> that that shit just is fire to me. That would be fire to me. And um, anything else about the the, the post credit scene? I already talked about Clea. What do you think happens with the Doctor Strange and Dormammu? Do you think we actually fight him again because we just fought him and Doctor Strange? Uh, like, what happens with that? No, nah, I think Doctor Strange could possibly run into Kang. I feel like right now mm-hmm. we got that Kang um cameo and that Kang episode in Loki, and we haven't touched it again since. I know we got the. The one um Easter egg in Moon Knight, but they still didn't really touch on Kang much in Moon Knight either. So I think the next Doctor Strange, we could get a Kang variant, like a universal supreme being of um variant of Kang. So I'm predicting that for the next Doctor Strange project because there had if he's gonna be the main villain, everything eventually ends up coming to. We have to start building that more. I don't think we've started building that yet. We're just kind of getting this villain, this person, this person, and everything is up in the air still right now. And that was the formula. And, and they're probably trying to do a different formula this time because the first 10 years of Marvel, we knew everything was leading up to Thanos. Somehow, some way, no matter what Thor movie you watch, what Captain America, everything was leading up to Thanos. And right now it's just they're, they're leaving the door open for so many possibilities that they're going to make us forget that, oh, shit, Kang is really the guy that everything is going to point to in the end. So I want them to just build on that a little bit more so we don't lose too much focus. Yeah, I agree. I think it's honestly going to be a similar formula. I think he can really show his head for real in something like uh, Ant-Man, Quantumania. I know he's going to be a big oh, yeah, part for sure. of that yeah. movie. He's going to be a huge part of that movie, which comes out in 2023. But I think he'll still survive that, and he'll still be like that hulking figure that will just continue to appear. And we still got people like Doctor Doom that will appear mm-hmm. soon. Like, so we got some huge villains, bro, that will end up showing up soon. Because that's the connection with um when you bring up that 60s point with the Fantastic Four. Hank Pym is from the 60s, and he mm-hmm. ended up saying that he had a couple of friends get lost in the quantum realm. So what if the the Baxters or the Baxter Foundation and the Fantastic Four ended up getting caught up in the quantum realm and that's how they ended up getting their powers from the quantum realm? They step out of the quantum realm. They realize that, oh, my goodness, we can do this. We can do that. And we see it from this Reed Richards. He said he had two kids already. He had a wife. So he's already married to Sue. So he's already set up. That was just this universe's um, Reed Richards, though. So we don't know what our Reed Richards is actually doing. So and that's gonna it be some interesting shit point. to see. It was another point I wanted to make. Um with the Ant-Man point. Damn. Uh damn, damn, damn. I can't think of the first point I had, but the second point. Do you think 
they'll highlight his kids at all with the um with him having kids of like whatever powers they may have. Cause yeah. I always thought that was interesting when he said that. I was like, damn, Mr. Fantastic and Miss Invisible got kids. I would like that shit would be fire if they find a way to show that their kids yeah. got powers too. It, they, it ain't gotta make nothing big out of it, but I just thought that'd be cool. Oh, I remember. We have not seen Nick Fury again since he went to outer space. I don't know if we're gonna see him in the Marvels. I don't know if with whatever Fantastic Four stuff or Ant-Man stuff, if we're going to eventually end up seeing, um, what you call it, uh, Nick Fury again with the Space Shield or what What did he call it now? It's not going to be Shield anymore. Huh? Sword. Sword with Sword and everything. Because we still got to get Secret Invasion and Secret Wars. We're going to get like, Secret the, Wars too, yeah. yeah. And that's why I think this, what, this movie also set up Secret Wars as well because that's when like – Everybody ended up getting transferred to like battle mm-hmm. world, like living and dead people were like resurrected to be in this like battle of like the universe and shit like that. So we could, and I think this movie hockey set it up as well. So we could see like those characters that ended up were being killed by Wanda can be resurrected in something like a secret wars as well. And going back to your point that you ended up saying about his kids, Nathaniel Richards is the grandson of Reed Richards and he is a Kang variant. So he, though his grandkids and his kids will end up playing a huge part in like like some recent movies too, because obviously Kang is going to always be around for the next uh, four or five years now. So Nathaniel Richards is the grandson of Reed, so he's going to play a huge part. His kids are going to play a huge part in uh, the future of the MCU for sure. Bad, bad. Yeah. So we got a lot to look forward to, man. Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Go see it. It is worth seeing. But I'm not gonna overhype it and say it was it's better than Spider Man or anything like it. It missed. It missed on that one for sure. Yes. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I I wrote down the same thing. I wrote down eight and a half out of ten, bro. It was it was a good movie. It was entertaining, but it just didn't hit all the marks that I wanted to hit uh, to really see. But it still was a good ass movie, bro. Once again, I think the next Marvel movie that we will end up getting is Thor, which I'm excited mm-hmm. to see. We ended up seeing that trailers trailer in theaters. Uh, for the what is the movie called multiverse of madness too and yeah. i i told y'all before in the podcast i think that movie is going to be very very dark i think the trailer isn't showing you everything that they're, they're going to dive into they're showing you like the funny comical side but yeah. it's going to be a very dark side to this movie i just want y'all to look up gorda god butcher and look up his backstory it's very dark and i'm <laughs> telling you if they dive into his backstory this movie gonna be fire bro this movie gonna be fire so definitely check that out but uh, Edgar, you can hit them with the social media. You can follow us on Twitter at QE Podcast One. You can follow us on Instagram at QANDE Podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube at Q and Sign E Podcast. And our Gmail is QANDE Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, and you can subscribe to all of our podcast platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And you can also subscribe to our Q&E media page, qandemedia.com. Our Instagram is qandemedia, and our Twitter is qemedia. And we appreciate you guys for listening, and we out. Peace.